You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. So currently the government sets the price um, and it's also illegal to sell fuel at any other price other than the one that is stipulated by them. On the 22nd uh, of July, which is last week Friday, uh, the the Mineral Resources and Energy Minister, Kweramantasha, published a gazette requesting the public to comment um, on retailers setting their own price for O93, and we've got um, from we've got the CEO um, at Fuel Retailers Association of South Africa, Ure Tisibi. Good morning, Reggie. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Bumani, and good morning to the listeners. Reggie, thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. Maybe from just your perspective as a CEO um, at Fuel Retail- Retailers Association, um, are you happy um, about the deregulating of 93 octane? If yes, why? And if no, why? Uh, we're definitely not happy um, because it's actually going to, uh, number one, affect the jobs, and number two, is going to affect the sustainability of small businesses, and number three, is going to as- uh, affect uh, transformation. And as you are aware, I mean, all of these uh, elements, uh, you know, are the outcomes of the, the very same government's uh, national development plan. And mm. if I can just maybe unpack uh, what I've just stated, uh, the area of jobs. So if you look at our OPEX margin, which is our, uh, you know, our expenses, uh, 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 and the margin that is uh, then allocated for covering those expenses, as you can, as you can imagine, we cannot actually set our own, you know, expenditure uh, compensation because of regulation. Mm. Uh, so that margin is only one rand thirty three cents a liter. Really? Uh, yes, yeah. that's what it is, and it is actually under recovering as we speak because it does not include the cost of uh, credit cards. So every time a motorist swipes a credit card, uh, we pay a merchant service fee of forty six cents a liter, and that is not in the margin. Mm-hmm. And also, Bongani. Part of that one rent thirty three cents, sixty percent of it is actually employment costs. Yes. Um, so if the government then says we must use that one rent thirty three cents to compete amongst each other, then basically where do you actually get that? You've got to cut down on the one rent thirty three cents and logic tells us that, you know, then the first victims or casualties will be uh, the employees. The employees. Because there's nowhere else you can actually uh, to, 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 to compete. Yeah, Reggie, if you're looking at international trends, I mean, there are no petrol attendants in most places um, internationally. Is, is that a model that we could see in the future? I mean, when we look at artificial intelligence and just the Internet of Things, is that something that we are seeing in the future of petrol attendants? Yeah, good question. So we as retailers really um, have got to know Serious position in terms of uh, the, the the fourth industrial uh, uh, revolution and actually implementation. But if you look at South Africa, we are a developing you know economy. Uh, if you look at South Africa, we are sitting with uh, employment crisis, you know, unemployment crisis, and uh, we are employing over eighty three thousand people here. So we are just saying, that's why I actually make reference to the National Development Plan. The National Development Plan is about growing jobs and creating jobs in South Africa right now. So to come and introduce, you know, a regulation 
that will actually take away jobs. It's actually not talking to an, to the to the to the nation's you know aspirations uh, and the challenges that we are facing. Yeah. And in fact, if you look at the energy white paper, the energy white paper is very clear that if we were to introduce a, a, a deregulation, there, there are three milestones that needs to be taken care of. Okay. The first one was the one the among those is actually jobs. Yes. To make sure that we sustain the jobs and that we actually also sustain transformation because we can't be saying when the, <clears throat> the industry is in transition to transformation uh, with uh, black people coming in and highly geared, they've got loans to service. Yeah. And then now we're talking of cutting margins. Reggie, but then how do we address the issue? Because um, the fuel price is unsustainable right now. Um, uh, and also still maybe take into account the, the components that you are mentioning because the 75 cents fuel levy is coming to an end. And obviously government is seeing deregulating as a more <clears> sustainable <throat> solution. So what solution do you think could actually could work where we are paying less for fuel, but the retailers are still able to sustain themselves and still make money? Look, um, I think we all want solutions, uh, <clears throat> but solutions should be created around, you know, uh, realities. Mm. Uh, the first reality is we are a net importer of fuel. And if you look globally, all net importers, they are in the same problem as we are. I'm talking about markets like U.S., I'm talking like markets like uh, U.K. and Germany, amongst others. So, uh, and those, uh, uh, you know, uh, governments, They've got different uh, uh, methods, uh, or they've worked around different methods to actually deal with the issue. I think here in South Africa, our first problem is our uh, economy, because, for example, part of the uh, price uh, increase contributor is the rent dollar exchange. So the question is, what do we do with that? Because if we don't deal properly with the macroeconomic issues, then we're going to actually then look at the wrong places to address issues. Mm, Um, mm, And secondly, I think if you look at those markets, the transportation is so efficient. And I always say if we had an efficient public transport in South Africa, if then somebody cannot afford to pay, you know, for fuel, at least you can afford to then take a public uh, transport to go to work. Uh, those are the solutions that we should be looking for in the future, which are more sustainable. Yeah. Reggie, we've literally got a, a minute before news. Um, and also, another question, why are they looking at 93 um, versus 95? I would assume that more people use 95, more than 93. Um, you can correct me on that assumption. Why do they look at deregulating 93 and not 95? Well, that's what the, the, the reason that they're stating we do not actually agree. That's what we stated in our submission, what they, when they're saying uh, is actually uh, lower in, in consumption than 95. But that is a very narrow uh, analysis because 93 is only sold in inland. Yeah. Then, but if you say what are the volumes of 93 versus 95 nationally, obviously 93 will be, will be lower volumes. But in inland, the retailer in inland, there are some retailers who've got 93 as 60% of their volumes. I see. And if you're going to tamper with that, then you're looking at probably um, 60% of the uh, petrol attendants in that particular service station losing the job.
Yo, and it employs around 83,000 people in the industry. Thank you so much, Reg. You're going to need to leave it there because of time. Have a great day, sir. Thanks, thanks a lot. Sure. Um, that's what a CEO um, at the Fuel Retailers Association in South Africa. Hashtag the takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.